0: what's going on everyone welcome to the just the west podcast i'm your host just the west and i got not one but two co-hosts on the line via zoom today we have t up t up are you there i'm here what's goody and i got my other co-host Kamo. Kamo, what it do
1: what it do hashtag zoom boys right zoom boys
0: we out here so we to our you. all our loyal listeners right quick we are doing this on zoom which is interesting um the new platform that we've all been using for 2020, the year 2020, and uh, we're gonna go ahead and re- record this Zoom and uh, take that MP3 sound and put it on the pod, which where you guys are listening to right now. So, T up, Camo, how was your Fourth of July? My God, I can't believe we're already to July.
1: Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I, it was good. I'm sure it was not as eventful as as yours. Uh, a couple of events happening that day, but you know, it was nice Just chilling with the fam and and uh you know, grilling and having a nice beverage. What, what, what about what about you, uh Justin?
0: Uh you know what? So for y'all that don't know, July fourth is my birthday.
1: Yeah. What? I, yeah. Yeah.
0: so to make matters even more spicy for the fourth of July, I mean I was chilling with Some barbecue, some family, keeping it low-key amidst this COVID-19 ordeal, keeping it safe. But now, fellas, I'm an uncle, so Uncle Just the West. My my sister was expecting a kiddo July 11th, came about a week early, literally a week early. So July 4th at 8.32 p.m., your boy's an uncle now. Wow. how's it feel how's
2: it feel what's your instant reaction (laughs) now you have to show your birthday um first of all it's no longer your birthday
0: no it's it's not no it's not i i gotta hand the baton now you know yeah so no it's it's good and it's crazy because i have two two younger sisters and so amidst all of that or amidst the rona everything else that's going on in the world but for our family uh this is the first kiddo so my parents are now grandparents Wow. So that is that is pretty cool in, in itself. Uh I just uh you know, being born into COVID nineteen and all this other buckery that's going on in the world, I, I am intrigued to see how things are gonna go on. But nonetheless, it's a nice bright spot for my family and, and for this year, you know.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. cool, I mean, man. You, you, yeah.
0: you, you have a
2: you have a little nef to
1: or actually, I'm sorry,
0: niece. 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 So, uh, Ella Lim. Ella Lim. So, shout out to my niece, Ella. We out here. We're going to share birthdays together. We're going to get booked up. <laughs>
1: Ella, 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 Ella. Hey, hey. Yeah,
0: Tia, mean, what, yeah. what, what about you? I, go, ahead, go ahead. My bad. Kim, go on. I was, I was going to say, if, if,
1: if really, at all times, though, everyone's quarantining anyway. It's like, having a kid is you're at home anyway so it's not like you're it's gonna change i mean it's gonna change a lot of things but at the same time it's like you're you know you don't really have anywhere to go anyway so
0: yeah so to to my sister and my brother-in-law they just have to be parents now yep. i don't know speaking
1: speaking from uh, personal experience but you know yeah their own.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. tia what about you how was your fourth of july what did you um well unlike you guys no kids involved <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> was,
0: you're not expecting any right no no yeah. not expecting
2: not expecting um uh, no just um just had a little korean barbecue at home oh. um a little swimming involved and then after just lit some fireworks um interesting story though we went to the fireworks stand uh, me and my girlfriend and you know she was asking me if we should buy fireworks i told her i was like in my neighborhood it's one of those neighborhoods where I think they would call the police on us. Oh, yeah. so <laughs> it's just oh, no. one of those, just one of those neighborhoods, you know, Karen, um, Karen alert, Karen alert, lots of Karens apparently. <laughs> we found that out <laughs> later that night, pulled oh, up no. to the neighborhood, you know, it's dark, all the kids on the street, everyone's just having a good time. Um, fireworks going off and then, you know, pulled up lawn chairs in the driveway then our neighbor was like, hey, do you want these fireworks? We've been lighting it for several hours now, and we, we just <laughs> want to go inside now. But like, oh, so yeah, like, was, have at it. Yeah, Have at it. Literally five minutes later, police roll up. <laughs> to the same neighbor that gave us the fireworks. Oh, my God. <laughs> then they were talking to him, took down the information, and they got fined $500. Oh,
0: they got shoot. fined or you got fined? They got fined. I they didn't pull out fined. the
2: fireworks yet.
0: Oh we weren't didn't use lighting them yet. You didn't use them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. So she
2: was all like while the police was there, she was all like, the fireworks I gave you, don't even light it. It's not worth it. And I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about, lady. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> yeah, no, not me, not me. No, but I really I feel really bad. Um Yeah, so lesson learned. Fireworks are illegal in my city. Zero all right. tolerance.
0: All right. Well good old Old-fashioned American fun. Uh, Hopefully, uh, you had a good time. You didn't blow off your fucking hand, right? Nope. All ten fingers intact. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah, so...
0: None of that JPP shit, right?
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) No Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Ninja (laughs) Turtles.
0: All right. Well, hey, guys, uh, we're on a pod, and we're supposed to talk some NFC West or some football. Nonetheless, so... Start off this pod with some fireworks of our own. He's not in the NFC West, but... this will trickle down in due time, whether it's Kyler Murray or some other NFC West quarterback that might get paid in due time. But uh, I don't know if y'all know there's a quarterback. His name's Patrick Patty Mahomes, Kansas City hmm. Chiefs. Uh, yeah, no, I know of him very well because he uh, he beat the Niners in the Super Bowl this past year. I'm sure you guys are
1: hmm. quite aware. Oh, really?
0: Yes. And here's the thing, though, with winning. Super Bowl quarterbacks, okay? If you win the big thing, if you win the Super Bowl, more likely than not, you're going to get paid. And I I hate to put this little thorn on this sort of throwback Thursday type of ordeal, but, you know, in 2012, Joe Flacco had beaten the the Niners as well in the Super Bowl, and he got an extension. It was pretty hefty at the time, and so now you're going to see Patrick Mahomes in similar fashion being the Niners and getting not a not just any sort of deal, but he got a 10-year, $500 million deal, half a billy in um, incentives and all that. It's adding on to his two-year contract with, on his rookie deal, so it's essentially a 12-year deal, 10-year extension, $503 million, That's what's been reported right now. Uh, the, the first couple of years, these, these next two seasons are going to be manageable, but after that, he's going to be averaging, I don't know, 45 to 60 million dollars depending on which year you put it but he's going to be in the afc west and he's going to be a problem for the nfc west uh compost season time maybe gets to that until 2031 2032 some shit like that uh fellas what are your thoughts on this because this is monumental this is the largest sports contract period in all of sports baseball basketball everything included
1: yeah. Mm. Tom, why, why don't you take the take the lead on this one?
2: Um, I think looking at it at face value, I think you want to look at it, what's the guaranteed money, right? So I think that's the, that's the figure that really matters. I don't think the 500 is in play mm-hmm. at this moment. It's kind of like playing with imaginary money when you say like, oh, it's worth 500 million, up to 500 million. 10-year mm-hmm. uh, contract though, that's a little, I mean, I get it you know, you want to lock down your franchise, you want to build around him, but the 10-year contract, I guess. Uh, I mean, keep,
0: keep in mind too, he's going to turn 25. And so with, he's got the two years plus the 10 years. So it's a, it's essentially like a 12-year ordeal that they retained him for. So 25 plus 12. So yeah, they're going to have him until age 37 by theory, right? He also gets a no-trade clause. And I think his injury guarantee is like 150 mil. Like even if he were to, um, you know, if something catastrophic, you know, knocking wood were to happen, he still retains 150 mil. Um, but yeah, man, it's a lot.
2: Where does where it? I don't know. I, I'm really, I'm, I'm, a loss of words when I first saw the contract, and you know, him signing for that long, especially with uh, a guaranteed money. I guess that's the direction where the league is going. It's now a quarterback-driven league, and you have to pay, you have to pay your main, you know, your main performer, but. I guess, I guess that's the way the league is going. And Chiefs, they just started the, they paved the road for the rest of the quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at. Uh, thank you, spot spot track, by the way. So this upcoming year, he's going to get about five point three mil. But after that, it gets kind of interesting. Oh, five point three this year, next year twenty four for his fifth year um, option, which is kind of cool. That's not that bad. But after that, it gets kind of kooky. It gets thirty one, forty two, thirty nine, forty one, forty one. Uh, 2027,
2: 59, and 44, 44, 50, and 52. That is re- what <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to wrap my head around those numbers, especially in the NFL. That's just
0: 16 wow. games.
2: Yeah. 16 games. I want someone to do the calculations. How much is it per game? What's this game game day check look
1: like? I, I saw it somewhere. They broke it down to like the, by the second or something. It's like a dollar something per second, something crazy. It's like a dollar <laughs>
0: fifty a second or right, something. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's essentially like a hundred bucks a minute around there, roughly.
0: And so you right. can make the um, the stipulation that hey, the salary cap might go. It's projected to go up the, these next couple of years, especially with COVID nineteen. They're manageable: five million dollars and twenty four million dollars, respectively. So that's decent. And then once it really spikes up for the contract, you're, you're hoping by then that the salary cap will be normal versus COVID 19 norms. So, um, I guess my question to you guys, you know, linking this up in the NFC West, Kyler Murray, um, I don't know. They're, I guess Kyler Murray the only one that comes to mind. Well, maybe Jared Goff, he, he's pretty young too. But, you know, for these other upcoming contracts, I mean, it's a 10 year deal. Is this a one of a kind deal or do you think this sets precedent for some of the other quarterbacks in the NFC West? You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I mean, I it definitely, it's going to set the precedent um, going forward. I know every, every time you get one of these sort of marquee deals, uh, I know this happened to, you know, it didn't happen to Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford was one, one time the highest paid quarterback. And it, you know, it's, it's as soon it's such a copycat league, you know, as soon as something something gets paid, the next guys get paid. And right now there's a crop of young quarterbacks who are dynamic. You mentioned Kyler Murray, uh and one another name, not in the NFC West, but Lamar Jackson obviously has a lot of hype.
0: Yep, Deshaun he Watson, he's Deshaun Jackson. Watson. That's
1: right. Yeah. 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 All these guys who play that this sort of new quote unquote new style. Um I guess it's just how quarterbacks are these days. Um so yeah, I mean, when I saw that number, uh I, again, I agree with you, Tom. It, it's kind of, yeah, I've heard you're not getting a check for $500 million right now, but like you broke it down, Justin, 59 million in 2027 20, or whatever. Um, pretty absurd. Uh, and I saw somewhere that they're, that they even hadn't even worked it so that there's flexibility for the team to build around him in years to come. I don't know how they're going to do that, but um, you know, that's, that's interesting. I, you know, obviously I think, giving those 10 year deals, they reminded me of the Albert Pujols deal from like several years ago. They gave him like 230 million over 10 years. Um, You know, it's, I know baseball is obviously different, but uh, it's hard, you know, these huge contracts and Bryce Harper got one as well. Um, You know, it's, it's one of those things where you think it's great right now. You want to lock them in, but you know, an injury could happen at any time. And, that could be it. So,
0: I mean, as a general manager, this is where your your skills as a general manager truly gets tested because you know there's the first phase of building a franchise, getting good players, core players to build around. But then now you're at this point where you've identified your marquee players and you retain them. Uh, they take a good amount of your salary cap. You find your franchise quarterback, uh, but now they're going to have to be careful. They're going to have to utilize their draft picks very well. Um, they're going to have to manage their salary cap. I mean, look at the Rams. Look at the Seahawks. I mean, they they paid their quarterbacks respectively. And then, you know, now you got to do the best you can. You can either, you know, win now right away, which is what the Rams did a couple years back. And it kind of didn't work out. And then you have the Seahawks where you have Russell Wilson. You know, I think he's getting around 30 to 35 mil annually right now. And um, to be quite honest, you know, the, the defense, that Legion of Boone defense, what it was a couple years back, it's not the same, uh, but that's just what it is when it when it comes when you pay a quarterback, right?
2: Yeah. And you know, just the thing about this contract is this now you're gonna pave the way for like quarterbacks like like a Dak Prescott and Oh shit. Uh, I, you, totally know, a a, yeah. you know, a Deshaun Watson who, you know, they do have a resume, but they they don't have the what everyone is looking for. They they wanna see the championship and they wanna see the performance in the in the playoffs and show that you could you could finish it all. And now you're going to have like these type of quarterbacks demanding eight, nine, 10 year contracts when they think they have all the leverage because now this Patrick Mahomes contract is going to be the precedence to, you know, the future of the position. It's just, it's just, I don't know, Casey, they got lucky with Patrick Mahomes and, you know, I'm expecting more championships out of him with this 10 years, at least a couple more. I would hope so from this well, part, from, uh Well, yeah, you know.
0: Right. But it makes you wonder, though. But, hey,
2: I'm just saying. It makes – like, a Dak Prescott, he signed the franchise <laughs> tag, and he's getting paid, what, mid-30s, right? Right, yeah. You're
0: right around 30. For, 30 and 30, then uh, now,
2: yeah. now he's going to be like, Jerry, I need <laughs> you to help me out in order to get me back on the team, in order to bring your franchise to where you want it to be. Show me ten
1: million. or show me ten years. Yeah could 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 you imagine if the tables are turned and like and the Cowboys they just won a Super Bowl like he would be making a billion like he'd be a billion dollar quarterback.
0: But that's what I'm saying though. Like yeah. these are some very unique circumstances. Patrick yeah. Mahomes he's he's 25 years old and he's been in the league for what, like what three years. Mm-hmm. And he's won league MVP. He's won a Super Bowl. He's run Super Bowl MVP. Uh, he is the youngest quarterback to throw 50 touchdowns, you know, for Christ's sake. So I don't, I, I get it sets precedents, you know, annually, but I don't know if you're going to see another 10-year contract like this just because of this unique circumstance. But it is very interesting though, you know?
2: God forbid Cowboys win another championship and Jerry Jones is going to sell Dak, that- or just give them a part of Texas. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen. It's weird. Yeah. And especially with this whole thing that's going on where the salary cap is not guaranteed, there's gonna be minimal um, fan attendance, which we know is a huge part of the revenue of the NFL. Um, and then they're guaranteeing them all them. I, they must know something that we don't know about the
1: economy.
0: That's what makes this really interesting too, because everyone was concerned about the salary cap the next couple of years, especially with lack of attendance and COVID-19 and then boom, you just got a record setting deal like this. So, you know, I, I guess times are okay for, for some people, right? Business must get done,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: let me, um, let me go on the other side of the spectrum. So Patrick Mahomes, he gets paid. Um, I won't say it's like the complete inverse, but, but kind of. So former, league mvp as well his name is cameron last name is newton panthers it was not too long ago he was in the super bowl against the denver broncos and uh yeah man uh panthers might have did him a little dirty uh let him go this past this past year and uh this offseason he finally found a home it's a one-year deal i think it's like what five hundred fifty thousand dollars on the cap incentives up to seven and a half million but um one year deal for cameron newton to join the new england patriots He's also in the AFC, so it's going to be another interesting rival for the NFC West if it gets to that point. But uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know, man. That's that's pretty cool too. That's pretty cool too. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, I mean, I uh, first of all, it's pretty shocking to see how like far from grace kind of Cam Newton went in just a matter of what two years, essentially.
0: By the way, he's 31 yeah. years old. He's, he's still in yeah. his prime. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I
1: just... Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, a, it's one of those things where I honestly, when I saw that, when, or I guess when they released him, it was kind of reminding me of the Isaiah Thomas sort of deal. We're playing on... Playing... As, playing. I mean, he didn't play well, but he did play well for them in previous season, but he was playing injured and then waiting kind of on this next, this next thing and then they just let him go. I'm surprised the market wasn't, you know, uh, more robust for him. And then obviously, I mean, signing with the Pats on a one year deal for 7 million kind of shows you, I feel like that there were not many teams really interested. Uh, I mean, probably injury risk. I do not know his personality, things like that, but I don't know. Tom, what are your thoughts? What,
2: what I think, uh, for face value of the contract, right. I think it's guaranteed like one something and yeah. then the rest are incentives.
0: Yeah, right. like I said, five fifty guaranteed at signing. Um, and
2: there's there's landmarks, right? There's milestones that he has to hit in order right. to
0: his, ca- yeah. his his cap hit is one point one three seven million, but it can go up to seven point five if he I don't know if he if he oh, plays yeah. like, if, if he plays like the cam we know he will get up max seven point five. You get what I'm saying?
2: Just like Camo said, I mean, um, there wasn't a big market for for him and Cam. He just took. Uh, this opportunity and it seems like it was the only opportunity for him where he had a chance to actually be a starter so I guess he he got kind of what he wanted he wanted an opportunity to potentially start and then also a good organization such as New England
0: yeah, um, they're, uh, yeah they're, to they're, actually yeah, they're, okay. they're okay yeah
2: but I mean sh- New England, they just capitalized. They 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 saw the stock that was available and they bought low.
0: And the interesting thing about that too is, like Ken Newton, I think historically against the Patriots, I think he is two and zero against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So that that's one thing. And then you know the the Patriots saw what Lamar Jackson did uh, this past <laughs> postseason. You know, they got a little little dose of that as well during the regular season. So um, I'm intrigued to see what Josh McDaniels. Belichick, what they have in store for this offense? Um, I guess. Did we really think that Stidham was going
2: to be the guy? Yeah. I don't think so, man. No, There's no way.
0: They're
1: sandbagging the whole
0: time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, he's got he's got four four career passing attempts. That's all I gotta say.
2: I can see Belichick in his war room. He had Cam Newton just bold letters on
1: his white his whiteboard just circled.
2: <sighs> his, just
1: his his room with a, his dog just chilling by himself. Hit by the computer, yeah, yeah, that <laughs> one where he's in like the East Hampton suite with just uh yeah. in a Savannah themed living room yeah.
2: with his dog. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I was. Stinnum was not the guy,
0: no, he, um, we saw it just right. It's time, it's time. And what makes the timing of this very interesting, too, is because the Patriots they got penalized again for um, I think spy on, on the Bengals for, oh, yeah. for some other shit. So they yeah. they lose a third round pick, but you know, let's just say Cam does well and he gets a really good contract with another team. Uh well, I'm sure you guys know how things work, but in terms of compensation, if Cam were to sign with another team after this, uh the Patriots get rewarded a, th- a third round pick. So um I don't know, it seems like a win-win for the Patriots. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe
1: after 20 years with uh Tom Brady and that sort of, you know, that that type of product quarterback. It's just. It seems like the polar opposite. Um But you know, if anyone can do it, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with the uh, with the Felchick and and Co.
2: I, g- I guess real quick with that division, I guess would you say Miami is lead or it can't be New York?
0: What are you talking about for, to win the division?
2: Yeah, to win that division.
0: Uh well, the could, I'd say either the Patriots or the Bills right now. The Bills are okay.
2: Good. Yeah, B- Bills are yeah. pretty good.
0: Especially with got Stephon better. Diggs and, and that defense. I mean, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. right there.
2: Yeah. Anyone but New England, that's all that's all I have to say.
0: <laughs> well uh, Patriot we'll fatigue. In, we'll see in due At least for this year, the NFC West is not playing the Patriots unless, you know, come postseason time. Yeah. yeah. I thought they were they're playing them this season, no. Are they? Hold on, let me let me double check that. No, I think they are. That makes things a Week little we ten.
2: I think week 10, Niners and Patriots.
0: Uh, let me double check that. Shit, you're right. Okay, so uh, never mind. Wait, is, it, is it week 10? Uh, it's against... Uh, yeah, it's week 10. I think you're right. You're pretty good, man. Ooh, you're good. Yeah, that's like week 10. Yeah, you're right. So the Patriots are on the schedule in the NFC West. So, uh, Mind you, I think Cam is like 0 and like
2: 5 with the Niners. So we'll just keep that in mind
0: okay well you heard her first
2: Woo. oh man that just brought brought back uh i think it was playoffs first round when niners were in carolina mm-hmm. kaepernick remember the toe jag with I, uh oh my god i do the vernon was it the vernon davis toe jag oh shit it was someone or oh dude damn it it's just bringing back memories and then remember, like, there there was, like, that divot in the gas and every everyone was pointing towards the divot because it was in
0: the end zone. My apologies. It's, uh, it's, week, it's, it's week seven, my bad. Week seven. Week seven. Right? Okay. At New England. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay. But, all right. Well, let's go ahead. We've been talking about some non-NFC West stuff. It's kind of NFC-related, but not really. But let's talk, talk about something a little bit more direct. So the Niners running back, uh, Raheem Mostert, uh this just broke today by the way yeah man this is hot hot and fresh okay so this is the same running back that had four touchdowns and 220 rushing yards against the packers um in the divisional game to get to the super bowl but you know mind you this is uh this is a kid that's 28 years old he's bounced around the league before was a special teams ace got a three-year contract extension last year I think this year he's, he's expected to get about, what, $2.575 million this year? But uh, Raheem Mostert with the Niners has, per his agent, demanded a trade from San Francisco unless he gets paid. And just to follow that up, uh, NFL's best on Twitter, Ian Rappaport, also reported that he spoke to his agent, mentioned that it's not going to be a big ask, but he wants to get paid as much as the starting running backs get paid, which is, you know, if you want to do a comp, Tevin Coleman's getting about $4, 4500000 so he wants to get paid in that same tier. It's not un- too unreasonable, but, I mean, considering that he just got paid an extension a couple, or just last season, um, I don't know. What, 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 what's your guys' takes on this?
2: Um who
0: demanded the trade realistically?
2: Is it his agent or is it Mostert? Because this sounds like really poor advice from his agent.
0: Because, I mean, here's the thing, too. He's been in the league. I think he's been in the league for about six seasons. Like, he's been in the league for a bit.
2: Yeah, but he's he's been in that special teams role the whole time, right?
0: Niners, Eagles. um, New New
2: York? Was he at New New York at some point?
0: Maybe the Jets. I, I don't know. But, you know, he was always a special teamer. A very good special teamer, mind you. But I think it was up to... I won't say it was up to Kyle Shanahan, but you can make a case that Kyle Shanahan and the zone blocking scheme, you know, really um, was built and designed for the skill set of Mostert. It worked out really well, played well for half the season. And um, I don't know. It's very interesting that he wants to get paid now. Mind you, I know he's 28 years old. You got you to gotta get, get that money. You got to secure the bag, but I don't know. Uh, how do you think this is going to go down?
2: Uh, he has two years left on his contract. Yeah, first of all, um, I think it's the r- wrong timing, in my opinion. And I understand, like you said, you know, running back is just such a—it's um, a high turnover rate, and you have to get your money when you can. And especially going to the Super Bowl, he had a good second half of the season. You could argue that he was—you um, know—he brought the Niners to the Super Bowl, which. I will say that he is a contributor. I can't say that it was only because of him, but he had a huge part in it. But, you know, having that, he just doesn't have the leverage right now. And he just put himself in a bad position where the Niners could just come back and say, okay, you can go ahead and test the market. See what I you mean, get.
0: Does he really not but, have the leverage? Cause keep in mind too, this is a cat that's averaging six yards per carry, six yards per carry, And also, they just traded Matt Breida. And so it's pretty much him. Jarek McKinnon, who's coming off, you you know, you don't know where you're going to get out of him. And then uh, I'm pretty sure that he's better than Tevin Coleman. Um, You get what I'm saying about the leverage, though, right?
2: Yeah, and then you also, I think you have to uh, kind of look at it in the broader scope where there is, there's not another system. There's not another Shanahan. And Shanahan, okay, you could say that Shanahan kind of made Mostert into who he is.
0: I mean, what came what, first, the, the running back or, or, the, or the scheme, right?
2: Was, mm-hmm. the chicken or the egg, right?
0: Yeah.
2: One or the other. And, you know, Shanahan, we all know what the Niners could bring, especially towards the running game. I don't know if there's another coach that could duplicate that and that could put Mostert in the best position in in, in the same posture that he was last
1: season. I
2: don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? I don't know. Yeah, hey, I mean what's that's the way a, you came
1: up. That's a great that's a great point though. I mean he's guy's been on I don't know, I've heard you guys had to step out for a 2nd been on what five teams or something, whatever it's been. Yeah, he's been um, on like six
0: teams, yeah. something like that. You know, like
1: that. You, know yeah. you know, again, I think this is this is something of where I feel like it's gonna come back in and, and and bite him. But yeah, maybe there might be a team where where they do a financial trade for him that will pay him Slightly more than what he's making now. I read somewhere he he wants to make what Tevin Coleman's making, which is like what four million or something. Yeah, a year. four
0: four and a half. Yeah, it's not a so it's not a big ask per se, you know. But
1: right, right, you know. But then again, it's like, is that going to be a team like the Raiders or the Bengals or some random team like that that's going to pay him, and then he's going to play one year there and then be in the same situ- situation next year? I don't know. It's it's um, it's one of those things. I think that you clearly. Representation is a little suspect here, especially coming off of a, Super Bowl, a Super Bowl team and with team that's such high hopes for this next season. And he would be the centerpiece as as a starting running back. Um, like you said, we don't know what we can expect from McKinnon. He hasn't played in two years. Uh, Breida's gone. Uh, Coleman, obviously. So, yeah, it's a uh, it would be unfortunate if he were to, to move on. I'd say for for the Niners, but also for him as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, going back to that, it really depends on what he as a person really wants as a player, his goals and aspirations, because right now, um, he's set to be probably the starter. He'll be the centerpiece of this running game. Um, he's balanced around the league. And, you know, as a player, you, you want to belong in this league and you want to not only belong, but you want to be, you want to be winning. You want to play good winning football. And he's finally f- found that with San Francisco and, not only does he do that really well, he's, I mean, he's, he's a team player. He plays special teams, He plays it very well as a gunner. Um, you know, I get it. It's, it he's 28. Um, the lifespan for a running back doesn't last long. You got to get your money, but I don't, I don't know. I, I i feel like maybe he would have let this season play out and see how it goes and, and then try to get another deal with one year left remaining on his deal because right now he's got two years i think if he had played out this season to have one year it would have been a little bit more amicable to get a better deal you get know what i'm saying uh but with two years left just citing this three-year extension it makes it uh, a little sour for niner's front office uh but then also conversely too if you're, if you're the agent as well i mean he's getting 2.5 you got this three-year deal i mean you know why, why not incentivize that deal with some I don't know like some um some guarantees if he hits certain protocols as a runner mm-hmm. right if he takes the starting running back job if he has certain amount of carries over under for for yardages get other guarantees that that escalates uh with his performance i mean i think that's that would have been a win win scenario that john lynch and and the staff would have agreed to but uh here we are now
2: let me ask you this at your twenty eight you put yourself in most are shoes. What's more important to you? The opportunity or the money?
0: Uh, it's easy to say both, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think, um, you know, I think for him, especially since he's he knows how tough it is to be in this league, how much yeah. he's bounced around throughout the league, I, I think that the Having opportunity money. to get paid would be up there. So I don't discount him for it. I just... I do question the timing and just everything else just amidst, you know, the salary, salary cap Niners are trying to pay George Kittle. You know, it's hard to get practices out right now. We're in COVID-19, the salary cap, you don't know what's going to go on in the next year or two. So it puts the team at odds and it it puts his, you know, it puts his bargaining at at odds too. That's all I got to say as well.
1: Yeah. I agree. You
2: came out? what do you say? Oh, same
0: thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think it's at this point. You know, like you said, he bounced around a lot. I know he has a young family. You know, has never. I mean, always been paid well, but not not like other similar players. And you know, like you said, six yards per carry, per carry crazy numbers. Um, I don't blame him, but again, timing is just weird in the situation.
0: Yeah. I think if you, in any other regular circumstance, when you knew the salary cap was going to go up like $10 million, you know, annually and all that. with these, Right,
2: where there's more certainty during this time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think the Niners could have planned it out a little bit better. be like, well, you know, we know what the salary cap is going to be. But because there's a lot of what ifs, I mean, especially for a position at the running back position where the Niners had already spent, I mean, they're like top five in the league in, in money spent at the position. So it, it, it's tough. yeah
2: yeah best of luck to him though I mean he's a warrior man he he really he showed what it takes to start from the bottom and make your way up in the league yes Mm -hmm. sir yeah so
0: I hope he retains his um, starting position as the running back for the Niners but
2: yeah I hope he comes back honestly I really do yeah it's out of it's out of the Niners control at this point Unless a team sweeps us off their feet with a an amazing trade offer,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, or, let, me uh, the, let me ask you this then, because Matt Breida got a fifth round draft pick for him in the trade, but mind you, this is during like draft day. But I don't know, um, what do you what do you think most would fetch? Yeah, what, what do you think would fetch? Fourth round, fifth round, third round, sixth round. I don't know, right?
2: I'd say slightly more valuable than Brita, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, you know, probably somewhere in the mid-rounds. Um, Future picks. What do you think?
0: Yeah, somewhere around there. Fourth, fifth, maybe an additional late-round pick, something like that, and I don't know. What What do you do at the point if Levy,
2: Le'Veon Bell, Asian calls you, hey, I notice that most of his leaving, we could we could give you something that would be interesting to you. Do you want to hear us? Uh,
0: what do you do? What do you do? Goes back to the salary cap. How much can you make happen? If you can uh, resign Kittle and have some wiggle, you might have ha- has that sort of sort of uh, outcome. But as of right now, I, I think for the Niners, what puts them in a tough position is because they really want to um, give Kittle that extension. They're trying to anticipate what the seller cap may be, because there's that much uncertainty. And you know, even after this season, this next off season is gonna be a total shit show because you're gonna have a ton of players that are gonna be slated to get paid. So it's True a that. lot for this this front office to kind of handle at the same time, you know?
1: For sure, yeah, for sure. So but any right, other comments? Yeah, go ahead.
2: If Le'Veon calls. I'm picking up that phone.
1: <laughs> 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 All right. Well, could always could always bring like Carlos Hyde back or something.
0: <laughs> Carlos Hyde right now, he's with the Seahawks by the way.
1: Oh. Is he really? Yeah, he's like a, with the Seahawks, like a, dude. He's like a he's like a mini camp deal or something.
0: No, yeah, they, they signed him to like a deal. Yeah, like a one year deal, mm. which leads me to my next topic of discussion. Let's go to mm. Seattle. And you're neck of the woods came out, okay? All so, right. Camo lives in Seattle, and there's been reports. Well, actually, not even reports. I see, I've seen the video on Twitter, but, you know, Antonio Brown, former receiver for the Steelers, the Raiders, the Patriots. Uh, yeah, he's gone through some shit the last couple of seasons, but I saw him and, uh, you know, the franchise quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson, throwing up some lobs, you know, some, some go routes to Antonio Brown during this offseason uh Antonio Brown remains a free agent whether he's going to be with the Seahawks or any other team I mean shoot do, do you think he's gonna do you think Seahawks could bring him to the NFC West or what
1: I mean could they absolutely I mean I think that you know um they have you know right now they're looking at their wide receiver core um you have. uh um, uh, your boy Lockett is slated to be number one guy right now.
0: Yeah, um, Lockett, DK Metcalf, number two. DK Metcalf,
1: number two, right? So, you know, some some youth there, some inexperience. Uh a guy like Antonio Brown's been in the league a long time. Uh, you know, Pete Carroll, you know, he's could he be the guy to kind of you know, reel in Antonio Brown? It's hard to say. Um I honestly think that he's such a head case that it, it probably no team I think at this point is going to try is going to want to take a flyer out on him. So I think that's just them just working out. I know Russ Wilson, I'm, I think he said he's a fan of his. Um, but again, you know, he's just yeah, I kind of feel like he feels obligated to say that as well, um, especially when there's video of them thrown together. So at the same time, it's going to show. If he really wants him, Russ will get him here. That's how much the city, the city believes in Russell Wilson and supports him. So, honestly, if that was the case, I feel like it would have already been done if that was like two weeks ago.
0: I mean, come on, man, YOLO. This is how the Seahawks get back to the Super Bowl. They they sign Antonio Brown. They trade for Jamal Adams. Let's fucking go. Right. Let's go. Yeah, I
1: guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, you know, if you if you really feel like Antonio Brown is going to be the the centerpiece around going, you know, uh, to back. Back to the Super Bowl. They haven't been in in uh, what, since 2014, 13, whatever it was. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just me being a, a fair weather or a biased 49ers fan living in Pacific Northwest, but uh, I just don't see it happening.
0: Okay, what about you, TF? I mean, uh, you know, come on.
2: You know, it's just like seeing that video. is like it's like. It's like having a bowl of cereal for breakfast, but it's like, it doesn't really hit the spot, you know? Like, you <laughs> you're... you're <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess, you know, they're probably workout buddies at some point They probably share the same coaches or whatever. Um, they both need to get practicing, obviously, because, you know, practice facilities closed. Seahawks are not practicing. I guess you take it with a grain of salt, like, for what we saw. Um, however...
1: You know, I'm,
2: preparing, I'm preparing myself for the worst. Like if it, if, it, if it does happen, then, you know, like it's a total Seahawks, Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson is just going to sign him. He is the elephant in the room and under our system, under Pete Carroll, under this type of a dance night. Is it dance? What's his name? Mm-hmm. Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder. Mm-hmm. At, you know, that type of front office, like, We'll shape, you know, we'll, the Seahawks way. We're gonna make him live the Seattle life, and you know, Marshawn is gonna be an alumni, so he could to uh, talk some <laughs> sense into him. So, uh, if yeah. I guess if it happens, you know, like I guess like Niners are kind of poised in a way to, you know, handle that type of firepower. Luckily, three years ago, we probably wouldn't say the same. We'd probably be like, okay, we're we're probably gonna be fighting for for second place or whatever it is but you know it's gonna be a dogfight if they do find a, if seattle finds a way to, to sign him.
0: i will say this though fellas okay so like i mentioned before if they were to get antonio brown you might as well fucking just trade for jamal adams just to round it up to the top to get Legion to boom version 2.0 but may i remind you they had josh gordon last year they took a risk on him mm-hmm. Who's to say they might not take a risk on Antonio Brown, who's way better than Josh Gordon at this point in his career. He's more proven, at least. He can stay on the field and everything else. But um, also think about this as well. I mean, that Week 17 game against the 49ers, they were one inch away from winning the NFC West, from taking the number one seed. Okay? It's not like, I mean, on paper, the Niners were, were much better, but... When it push comes to shove, the Seahawks always, always played the Niners really tough in the division. So don't be surprised if this does happen, and it makes you wonder: come twenty twenty, come twenty twenty one, how things go down in the NFC West. That's all I'm saying. You know, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, Seattle
2: is not going to roll over. You know, like
0: no, they
2: always want to be in contention, and it's you know Pete Carroll, he he's. He has that yeah. ego about him where it's like always has to be relevant. He's going to sign
1: players to make them be relevant. So. Yeah. T- Tom, we talked, we talked about this on the last pod. And I was talking about how, you know, talking to the coworker about, you know, who is, who does Seattle view as like their, their King of Seattle, you know, who is their Jerry Rice, who is their Steph Curry, who is And honestly, you know, like Ichiro's name is thrown out there. Um, you know, uh, um, King Felix a little bit just because of his run here, um, Sean Kim, Gary Payton, but far and away it's Russell Wilson. This is his town. Really, and everyone, everyone believes in him. Um, just that one Super Bowl is what is what did it for them, and you know they're all in on, on what he has to say. So he's like the the one true god, pretty much. Yeah, so He surpassed if, the other other big time Seattle legends here for sure.
0: So if Russell Wilson gives the okay with with AB, then. Yeah. I
1: mean, pretty much. So, uh, I mean, that's how, that's just my perspective on taking it. And, you know, if that was the case, you would definitely see Antonio Brown with number 84, 85, 84 jerseys, Seahawks jerseys around town for sure. Yeah. Literally saw like Metcalf jerseys around before he'd even played a game for them.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) okay. Well, thank you for the local inside scoop in Seattle land, right? Yes. All right. Well, Let's go ahead and um, rounding off this pod, let's talk about a couple other things that are kind of interesting, kind of football related, kind of not, but you know, we we are in 2020, we are being politically correct as well, Uh, Washington football team, the Redskins, I'm sure you heard of them, Uh, interestingly enough, you know, speaking about the Kansas City Chiefs, but the Washington Redskins. You know the, these these logos, these mascots are a little problematic, especially in light of what's been going on in the world, and mm-hmm. trying to be, you know, respectful. And it's been a long time coming, but apparently the Washington Redskins they were boycotted by Nike. They were boycotted by uh, by another company. Um, shoot, yeah. I, f- I, f- I forget. Oh, FedEx. FedEx.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like their main sponsor.
0: Right. And, you know, FedEx field and, and for Washington. But, uh, yeah, the light has been, not almost the light, the heat's been really on the Washington Redskins to really rethink their logo, a.k.a. the Redskins, which is very problematic for a lot of reasons. But uh, do you think that's going to happen after all these years? Do you think the Washington Redskins will be the Washington football team of link of another logo
1: i definitely think they will be changing especially with the the current climate as it is now um with everything it's it's seen i mean this discussion has been had for years now um but i just think that with everything going on with the current state of the world that if anything's gonna change it'll be now um you know it's fedex I think it was about a couple of weeks ago now basically said, you know, we don't want to be associated with this organization. Um, so basically we need to, you need to change things now. Um, and so, you know, some names have been thrown out there. One of them I saw was Washington Senators. So I think it's a great name, but I was like, wait, that sounds familiar. Is not already a hockey team's name. I don't
0: know. I don't want to talk. Is it,
1: <laughs> I, I, it de- I think it definitely is, but anyway, that's, that's one. But anyway, I, I, yeah, I definitely think it's going to happen. Okay.
0: happen soon. TF, you think South too? Well, I mean, are, are we going to be woke as fuck right now for this year?
2: Um, I feel like just like Camel said, the climate, the, the pressure from society, um, Washington, DC being mm-hmm. really divided at the moment. Uh, I feel like the owner, Dan Schneider,
0: is that nice. his name? Yep. Dan Schneider. Schneider. Schneider
2: and Snyder, like you get them anyways. Yes, I think there's going to be pressure. But I think it's going to be similar where they don't have to change the logo. They don't have to change the logo, but it'll be a different name. I don't know, Washington Warriors or something. Ah, that sounds bad.
0: I don't want them
1: taking Dub Dub,
0: Washington Warriors, WW.
1: (laughs) So fun fact, it's actually the Ottawa Senators of the NHL.
0: Okay. So, so they're,
1: they're all the way in Canada. That so doesn't even count.
0: Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if that happens. Um, I mean, technically, like, I, like I mentioned before, the chiefs, isn't that much better. You want to talk about the, yeah. the, the Tomahawk, just like the Braves yeah. Atlanta Braves in for the MLB. You know what I'm saying? It's not in good taste technically, but it goes back to that they, point. They've been doing it for like, so long. And this is tradition, you know,
2: If they rename it after an actual tribe, like the Cherokee Mm -hmm. or the Sentinels or, I don't know, Sioux, the Sioux, whatever, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: Like, I think that would probably be more politically correct rather than, you know, the Redskins, which is a a kind of a racially charged slur, right? If you correct me if I'm wrong. So, technically, they don't have to change their logo. If they just change their name,
1: I think that would probably be... I mean, there are a lot of teams, college, high schools that have, use a similar sort of, you know, Native American logo uh, emblem and such. Mm-hmm. But Justin, do you think that this conversation would still be had if the, if the uh, Redhawks, Ho- the, Red the Redskins were actually like decent, if they were, uh, you know, Ooh. coming off the Super Bowl? Do you think they'd That's still be point. having a discussion?
0: Well, if you want to go apples to apples, no one's questioning the Chiefs right now. Exactly. I- in fact, if anything, everyone's like Chiefs for life because Patrick Mahomes for life right now. Ten years, mm-hmm. five hundred five hundred and three million dollars. So I mean, I think that speaks volumes right now.
1: Who is the Redskins' current starting quarterback right now? Wayne Haskins.
0: Haskins. Ah, uh, solid. <laughs> so
2: I guess it's easy to punk on the on, on the little boys, right? Like it's <laughs>
0: it's, just, <laughs> it, well, it's just easier to do so. What I've learned um, amongst everything is winning solves everything. You just
1: mm-hmm.
0: just got to win. Just got to win It's something the Redskins have not been doing lately.
1: So yeah. hey. uh, I, got, I, got, I have a couple of questions for you guys just from current events from today. I just want to get your thoughts on. Sure. What uh, to I do? Pivoting to the, to the college realm. I don't know if you saw today, but the, uh, the Ivy League has officially canceled all their fall sports for this year, including football. <laughs> Really? Do you think, yes. So they will not, they said potentially 2021. So that's not even a guarantee.
0: Do you think
1: this, sorry, you, Do you think the other, I mean, this is the first, I mean, it's not major, but one of the bigger, I know there's been some other like NAIA schools that have canceled their seasons, but this is the first kind of major division one conference to cancel a whole season. Do you think some of the bigger, bigger players will follow suit?
0: You know, I'd like to say no, because you know for like the SEC or all these other big time conferences it's mm-hmm. too much money there's too much fanfare to not give it a go even mm-hmm. for like you know let's just say those Los Angeles Rams with with SoFi Stadium Las Vegas Raiders with their new stadium like you know there's a lot of money that's being streamlined into 2020 i don't know if you're going to see a football well, you're, you're definitely not going to see a full attendance but you know mm-hmm. whether they might limit the attendance, um, they might do other things as well. But I think that yeah. teams are going to try, uh, whether it be the SEC or the Los Angeles Rams. But I think you're going to see some form of football. Yeah. What about yeah, you? Tio? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I think there's too much money involved. Like Ivy League is just uh, just recess compared to <laughs> summer break. You know, it's just like it's, it's yeah. It, it, it's too much bigger it's um i don't know but yeah you know, i was just gonna say wasn't weren't uh ivy league uh they were discussing that they were gonna start up like in april or something
1: oh really maybe maybe i mean i can see that but i don't know it's kind of like then you start thinking like yeah there's i'm sure there's like tv deals associated with some of these networks cb you know uh, cbs and, and so on and so forth but then again, it's like, then, you know, you look at Clemson, they have like 40 players tested positive for the virus. Like, are you putting these guys, you know, health at risk here and such? But uh, I mean, first and know. foremost,
0: uh, those guys at Clemson, from what, I, from what I heard, it wasn't football related, and they, they, went, um, they went, like, to the clubs. They went to, like, night clubbing and stuff like that, so. Uh,
1: <laughs> I mean, down, down in Alabama, they're having COVID parties. You hear about those?
0: Yeah, I mean, th- these are college kids, mind you, right? Yeah. So. Ridiculous. Other parts of the country might feel otherwise uh, amidst this COVID-19 ordeal. So you have that. Um, yeah. But, you know, for, for the league, at least, I feel like they're going to try. And speaking of trying to, I mean, shoot, there was an email earlier today to all Niners season ticket holders. And from what I understand, too, there's a couple other franchises that are going to do something similar as well. But for all season ticket holders for the 2020 season, they're going to give them the option of either getting your refund back entirely for the 2020 season to a season ticket holder. Or uh, take that money and we'll credit that for the 2021 season. Um, I think that all NFL teams, it's on their, their discretion to, to to figure out how many attendees they want to be at their football games, if any. But very interesting from, from team to team. I mean, I'll, I'll put it back on T, you. But I mean, what do you think about those that really need the money, that really need to... Uh, Lighten up their first season in SoFi Stadium for the Rams, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, right? Brand new stadium, Las Vegas, LA, Carson. I just, it's there, right? It's there. And, you know, NFL,
2: they already made it known that, you know, the the, the fans coming in, ticketing or punching their t- ticket in, it's a huge part of the revenue. And... I mean, it's, it's going to be weird for, you know, the stakeholders that for those stadiums,
0: I think it sound like a sure. waiver too, before you the stadium and be like, yeah, like there are, there are risks, but I'm, I, I know that. Oh really? I didn't hear that part. Yeah. There's, wow. I think, I don't know if it's, it's finalized, but I, I think that might come along too, you know, you might send a waiver.
1: Interesting. I believe it. No. no. One, one other thing I want to ask you guys as well, that just came about, um, So, uh, obviously with the pandemic taking toll all all across college sports, Stanford today cut 11 of their varsity sports, including football. No, no, not football. Of course not. But, (laughs) but including, uh, men's and women's fencing, field hockey, rowing, coeds, sailing squash, synchronized swimming, men's volleyball and wrestling. I mean, that's significant. That's like, I don't know. I know they're trying to save money in the long run. They're they're projecting a deficit in those in those sports, but it just it's kind of crazy, though. Just how much this is impacting you know everything.
0: Well, I mean, to your point, it it really shows how serious we're in you know with COVID nineteen where we are in this country. Um, the lack thereof in terms of navigating through this virus, the testing, and and trying to get where we we need to be moving forward to get out of this come 2020, 2021. But, you know, we, we have relapsed. The country as a whole has not done well uh, in light of all of this. And this is kind of where we're getting at, where we're getting more waves of of these cases and, you know, to make matters worse. I mean, for, for schools, um, you know, come fall time, it's going to be a lot of online classes. There's going to be a lot of yeah. uncertainty right now. So, I mean, uh, yeah. as much as it pains me to, to hear about, you know, my favorite sport, which is synchronized swimming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> That's a joke, by the way. But as much as I hate to hear that synchronized swimming is being cut from the Stanford program, I'm not surprised, though, at the same time. I would have been surprised if they cut football or basketball, yeah. but I'm not yeah. surprised with those sports.
2: Just I, I'm sure you're pretty um... – we're pretty squashed to hear that squash is eliminated <laughs> from Stanford
0: you know like I, I said I can hear it in your voice it's, it's the sacrifice for the greater good, but
1: I mean, I just feel like this kind of sets the i mean out of all schools, I would not be surprised if they were to be the first to actually eliminate one of the major sports
0: like I said came
1: to, if it came to that.
0: Ivy League. I'm not surprised. I would be very surprised if someone in the Pac Pac-12, 12. yeah,
1: mm, something amazing, you
0: know, D some D one stuff right there. If that were to get mm-hmm. compromised, then yeah, I, I would feel that. Yeah, it's 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 there. But you know, as of right mm-hmm. now, I mean, I get it though, right?
1: Yeah, maybe I'm just feeling some type of way, just kind of hit hit close to home a little bit. But uh, you know,
2: but if you look at it, like, what happens if they? Eliminate the sports where social distancing can't be observed. So, you know, keep sports like golf or mm-hmm. tennis or um, base. Can baseball be social? I think when you're on the field, you can. Mm-hmm. Dugout, kind of spread out. Yeah. Stay, you know, they could draw out squares in the dugout or whatever. This is where you stay. You can't move out of it. Um, I don't know. That's... Volleyball is kind of like basketball
1: as far as like mm-hmm. how else you are with
0: people. I, True. I mean, I love bowling. That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty dope. That's a
1: good...
0: Yeah. 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 All right. I guess we're getting kind of on a somber note for this pod. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and try to wrap it up. Any other final thoughts? I, I guess it's, it's good to get on the pod with you all. I, I know we're a little bit slow in the news cycle within the NFC West, but a lot of Raheem his contract situation and Mahomes and dude, I thought it'd be a good time to to talk some football. Anything else you guys yeah. like to add?
2: I know that um NFC West podcast, but NFL is or I'm sorry, NBA is starting up in a couple weeks.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe we wanna do us you wanna get together for like a special edition NBA bubble we can gotta, podcast. We
0: can gotta okay. do that for fun. I like basketball just as much as I like football. And to your point, I'll be intrigued to see how things go in the social bubble land, which is Disney
1: World. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they improve their meals. Right. Did yeah. You see that picture.
2: <laughs> will, will it be
1: magical? magical. Will it
2: be? Did, here,
0: did, was there? Too, like, if it doesn't go well, I, I don't know if it's going to go well for football. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wasn't there wasn't there some talk about doing another second bubble in Chicago for like the bottom eight teams?
2: Yeah, I read a report. Uh, yeah. I think it was ESPN. E- e- like, I think it was Kevin Love and Steph Curry was really pushing for a rematch. Hmm. Like Cleveland and Warriors in Chicago. And it's like, <laughs> no, I'm sorry.
1: Just to fuck yeah. around. Well.
2: I would immediately veto that.
1: Yeah. Just, All good. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll see in due time. Um, what okay. we do? Hey, we're going to yeah. get live sports
2: in a couple weeks.
0: That's right. That's exciting. the late July. You lucky stars and we might get some live
1: sports. Baseball coming back, too. So maybe it'll actually be interesting to follow this year.
0: Yeah.
2: Giants are opening day with the Dodgers.
0: That's right. There
1: we go.
2: Versus Cueto.
0: I see, I see there that. There we go. I can't wait for sports, though, like live sports. So to all our listeners I mean, that are, you know, really vying for live sports as well, well, you have us on the podcast, whether it's on Spotify or iTunes, or wherever other outlets you may find this podcast. But also, Instagram at JustTheWest, Twitter at JustTheWest, and of course, the blog, www.JustTheWest.com. T up. KMO, appreciate your time. We out here. Peace. Peace. Peace.
1: Peace. 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 <laughs>